1958, a man named Leonard Reed wrote an essay called I, Pencil. In this essay, a pencil tells his story of his creation. The pencil claimed that there is not one man alive who knows how to make a pencil. Let's think about that for a moment. A pencil is a pretty simple device. There aren't very many parts, just the wood, the graphite lead, an eraser, some paint, and the little metal ring that holds the eraser on. By the way, the technical name for that metal ring is a ferrule. How can anyone make the claim that there is not one person who knows how to make such a simple device? Well, the thing is, the parts of the pencil don't just come magically into existence, brought to the pencil factory by some kind of fairy. Each part of the pencil has to be made and shipped to the pencil factory before the pencil can be assembled. Consider just the wood. Someone had to grow the trees, cut them down, and ship them to a mill where the logs could be shaved down to make pencil-sized pieces of wood. That whole process included saws, ropes, trucks, gasoline, and many, many other things. For the lumberjacks to have any of these necessary tools, there were people in other industries who had to make the saws, assemble the trucks, and refine oil into gasoline. The lumberjacks needed coffee for breakfast and meals for lunch. Who were the farmers who supplied the coffee beans and grain for bread, and the ranchers who supplied the meat? Electricity is needed to run the tools. To make the electricity, someone had to build a power plant, and another whole industry had to make the steel needed to build the power plant, and miners had to pull the coal from the ground to run the generators in the power plant. At the pencil factory, the slats of wood go through special machinery to cut the groove that the graphite lead fits into. And then the two slats have to be glued together around the graphite, making kind of a pencil sandwich. Who made and supplied the glue? Already, just to produce the wood for the pencil, thousands and thousands of people have been involved. And we still haven't talked about how the graphite is mined, prepared, and shipped to the pencil factory. The ferrule is made of brass. Brass is a metal that is made from two other metals, copper and zinc. Miners, dynamite, trucks, and digging machines were all required to get the zinc and copper from the ground. Then people with special knowledge were required to turn the two metals into brass, and another group to pound it flat so it could be shaped into ferrules. Things like pumice, sulfur chloride, rubber, cadmium sulfide, acrylic, and lacquer all had to be made in chemical plants like where I work to make the paint and the eraser. To get all the materials to make the pencil you write with in school took the effort of millions of people from all around the world. All of these people had a part to play, yet the vast majority of them will never know any of the other people who had a hand in making the pencil. In fact, only a very small percentage of them will ever know that they had a role in creating a pencil. The people making the rubber for the tires on the trucks that ship the logs to the sawmill will never know the people mining the ore to make the metal that is used in the motors used to mix the paint on the pencil. And although they will also never know the role they played in manufacturing the pencil, without their efforts the pencil could not have been made. How the pencil is made is a beautiful illustration of a principle that is called division of labor. As humans, there are many things we need each day so that we can stay alive. We need shelter or a home. We need food and water. We need transportation to get to school and work. We need a comfortable place to sleep so we can get good rest. And yet, because of division of labor, 
We don't have to provide all these things for ourselves. Each person takes a small and different part of the job. A farmer only has to work at growing wheat and another at growing carrots. A rancher works at raising cattle for beef and another chicken for eggs. Lumberjacks work at cutting trees for wood to build houses and water plant operators make river and lake water safe to drink. Each person has different skills that they are good at and that they can use to provide a product that we can use in our lives. If we each had to grow our own food, carry water to our house from a well, raise our own cattle and chickens, cut our own trees for heat, build our own houses, and make our own clothes, we wouldn't have time for anything else except doing the things needed to stay alive. We wouldn't have time to watch television, play softball, go to school, or take vacations. Yet the people performing all these tasks don't do it just because they want to make everyone's lives easier. Just like the people involved in making pencils don't do their jobs for any love of helping school children do their math homework. Each one does it because it gives him an opportunity to earn money and buy things that she and her family need. Each person does it for selfish reasons, but that's okay. In an effort to make their own lives better by working to earn money by providing a product others need, they also end up making the lives of others better. The next time you're doing your math homework, try imagining all the engineers, custodians, miners, farmers, and lumberjacks who went to work one day and had no idea that someday you would be holding in your hand a pencil that they helped create.